and welcome to another episode of Teacher Needs Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host. I'm here to let you know that this is a not safe for work podcast. We here at Teacher Needs Drink are teachers at the end of the week and really the end of our ropes, and we'd like to talk honestly and openly about our jobs without having to be afraid of losing them. So we'll be using pseudonyms, hence the Elvis. I'd like to start by giving a shout out to all of our wonderful Patreon patrons who are out there. Yes, for as little as five, ten dollars a month, you can have access to our Patreon where there's lots of bonus episodes, extra episodes, exclusive episodes, interviews with the host. We have lots of events like our watch parties and also you get access to our Facebook group, which is only for Patreons, where you can meet, you know, other like-minded, you know, liberal hippie teachers. We might not be hippie, but you know, you know where we're going. Anyway, let me thank the ones we have on the list right now. Big shout out to Michael M, Kim C, William P, Sarah O, Aldrich T, La Scorpionita, Britt M, Tisha C, Teresa H, Biker Teach, Caitlin L, Marsha M, Weaza, Christina B, Miss Alabama, Kristen B, Megan R, Huvian, Ashley M, Jason F, Amber H, JJO, Jeff S, Abby B, Ann T, Sarah B, Regina F, Anna L, Josie S, Sam B, Lucy P, Mary E, Jamie B, Hope H, Aaron D, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, Rylan L, Catherine S, Kelsey W, RJR, Christina C, Johanna H, Tony and Christina K, Irma A, Nimi, Melissa M, Lisa S, and Sarah N. Thank you guys so much. I'd also like to thank our sponsors at Lud Lamb Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or if you're someone who has to do a school play at some point, go to LudLambDramatics.com. They are one of the few resources for everything educational theater in your classroom. They have some amazing posters because, face it, if you go to the education store, there is jack shit for theater teachers or anything theater related there. So go to LudLambDramatics.com. Get your schoolroom just looking amazing using them. I'd also like to thank Legendary Pretzels. Yes, they take these amazing, crunchy, hard pretzels and they dip them in fudge or chocolate or whatever you want and they'll wrap them in Tootsie Rolls and then roll them around in like amazing cereal or broken candies like Snickers or Andy's Mints. They are amazing and divine. Treat yourself and go to Legendary Pretzels. Use the code TEACHERS at checkout to get a discount. All right, my friends, this is episode 92. By the time this comes out, I will be on vacation, hopefully on the beach. Hopefully you guys are getting some kind of break, too. My God, we all need it. Oh, one last thing. If you have something you'd like to share with Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast, hit us up on the contact page of our website, teacherneedsadrinkpodcast.com, and Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast comes out every Wednesday. Okay, I said everything. I'm sure of it. Enjoy. of the recording of that because I think I heard Sparkles say we're right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host. And with me today, I have Mr. Turd Ferguson. Why didn't somebody tell me my ass was so big? (laughs) We thought you knew. And also joining us, Miss Sparkles. Hey, y'all. And last but not least, today we have Miss Bunny O'Hare. Hey, Elvis. Hey, folks. Hey, it's great to see you guys. Well, welcome to Midsummer. I am excited and happy about life right now. As this podcast goes out, sure, I should be somewhere between uh, between Memphis and Hilton Head after, you know, making a pilgrimage to Graceland and then, you know, 
Hattie B's, and then, you know, just going to go beach for a few days. And I am so looking forward to it. So, so, so looking forward to it. But what's going on with you guys? What's new, Turd? It's been a minute. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well, actually. You know, just relaxing. Um, I, I found that there was a devil of an in- inventor that apparently found an adapter for my GameCube to connect to our smart TV, which means my son and I are now playing Lego Star Wars from GameCube. Oh, fun! Oh, yes! Oh, wow! <laughs> I can see both of you diving into that and having a blast. Oh, yes. Most definitely. <laughs> That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, what about you, Sparkles? What's going on with you right now? Well, uh, by the time uh, everybody will be listening to this, my wedding will have come and gone. <laughs> so uh, right now I'm just uh, – today I was paralyzed by wedding stress. I'm DIYing a bunch of things, and so, like – I have to finish my flower centerpieces and I have to go pick up my dress and I have to go get my hair cut. And it just feels like a lot of things to do. And yeah. I wish someone else would do them, but no one else can. So <laughs> it's, true. Um, it's after, a shame how that happens. I know. And then after our wedding is over, we are packing up our apartment and we are moving uh, four hours south. So not relaxing at all this summer (laughs) yeah that sounds like a that sounds like a handful but i'm excited for your wedding it's going to be beautiful i'm excited and at the very least the venue is beautiful (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be amazing i look forward to dress is opulent so i'm very excited for that Oh, are we going to get to like throw stuff at you, like rice or like bird food? No, or? you're not allowed. Hey. No, you're not allowed to throw things at me at this venue. So, ha ha, jokes on y'all. I'm going to get you some glow sticks. You can wave glow sticks at me. No, we can I'll definitely. <laughs> We'll throw glow sticks at you. That's brilliant, buddy. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. We'll throw kisses. No. No, We heard heard you say you throw glow sticks. That's a brilliant idea, bunny. Throw kisses. Glow sticks. And, bunny, how are you doing besides being violent and wanting to throw glow sticks at people? Exactly. I'm doing okay. I'm enjoying summer and um, getting progressively larger by the day and enjoying lots of naps. Life is good. So out of curiosity, have you already like had to pick a long-term sub for when you're on your pregnancy leave or have you, <laughs> um, I don't want to scare you or put fear. I didn't know if that was something that was there. Um, I kind of have been looking for one, but the, the leads that I had have fallen through. So I, yeah. that is still an ongoing thing. Summers are summers are hard for that because a lot of the long term subs are also looking for you know long term jobs. Yeah, so they're, they're looking not, for permanent positions. They're not really open at the moment yet, but yeah, something might come up after after school starts. Somebody may be willing to. I will buy I will buy a little bunny foo foo a lotto ticket or two, and maybe you guys just won't have to work. You'll just be done. Mm. Hey. Yeah, so that that's my plan for when we have the right. baby bunny foo foo baby shower. Lot of tickets. <laughs> 
So this is an email, and we love getting emails from our listeners, so feel free to send us one. Uh, but this one comes from Web of Lies. Ooh. Hello, amazing podcasting teachers. I'm in such a bind right now. Some quick background on me. I'm a second career teacher, and I started teaching in January 2020. Oh, God bless you. Girl. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that 2020. My <laughs> husband just got his dream job in another state. We're thrilled, and this new place will be our forever home. His job starts in January. The dilemma. When do I move myself and our two-year-old there with him? My options are forego this entire school year, thereby losing a year of experience and pay, or teach the first semester only and move there with him in January, disrupting my team and students halfway through the year, but earning some money and gaining more experience, or teach the whole year here, which means separating our family, family and single momming it for five months. Oh, None, no. half, or all. I want Jeez. to do what's right by my family and what's right by my team and students, but I also feel like I need a whole normal school year under my belt before competing for a position in a new state. Thoughts? Advice? Alcohol recommendations? Tequila. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I'm going to start with an option D. Is it possible you could look for teaching jobs where your husband is getting a teaching job and maybe you go down there early? Because that seems to be an ideal thing. Go ahead and get your feet in the door there. I mean, if money is no issue, and who knows if it is or not, but I mean, it'd be cool if you could take the year off to spend with your two-year-old while you guys are prepping for the move, because moving sucks. Moving is mm -hmm. one of the most stressful things mm -hmm. you can do, and moving with the two-year-old is tough, and I can't mm -hmm. imagine doing all of that and then having to single mom it for half a semester, or, I mean, I think if money is not an issue and you can take the year off... Take a year off. You're going to be moving to a new area, starting a new job, then jump back in. It's going to be a weird transition year because it's 2021 no matter what. But that's just my two cents. What do you guys think? Uh, I have an idea, and I don't know if it works because I don't know how the rules are in other states. But uh, we were just talking about me needing a long-term sub. A lot of, I mean, like in the state that we are in, as if you sub a certain number of days, I don't know if it's days a week or hours or what, you can still be eligible for the uh, teacher retirement system and you're still oh. accruing hours and accruing experience. So um, <laughs> you would be some school's complete hero if you were to take on a long-term sub position and that because subs are in such short order and having someone with actual teaching experience and all of that good stuff, like you would get snatched up. I'm pretty sure if you said, Hey, I'm moving in at the end of the semester. I only want a long-term sub job or I only, you know, yeah, I feel like that could be possibly a compromise if you're willing to, because that would give you more classroom experience. Yeah. And it would also make them love you because you would probably be bailing them out of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Subbing is a great way to get your foot in the door. Some district it's hell, but if you're a good sub and they figure that out pretty quick, um, they're usually pretty quick to also offer you a job if there's an opening. Miss Sparkles? Yeah, I was going to say definitely look at, like, go with your husband in January. I understand your feeling about 
leaving mid-year. It's never ideal to just like disappear in the middle of the school year. But at the same time, like really genuinely think about is single momming it for five months going to make you a better mom and a better teacher? And if the answer is no, go with your husband in January and sub because that's how I got my foot in the door with my first school district was I was a, I was a long-term sub for a teacher who went on maternity leave. Um, and after that, the, the theater, the person over theater, cause that's what I teach was like, Oh my God, we got to find you a job. And then oddly enough, a teacher left mid year. So uh, I came in and, and took that position and I was there for a long time. So, uh, go with your husband, sub in the district near your new home, get hired, be successful. Yeah. Uh, turd, what you got? Uh, well, when you know, Sparkle said everything that I was going to say, so sorry. <laughs> no worries. She's really a genius. Smart. Yes. I am. I'm very smart. All right. So we have one from the Reddits from user CD Valle called Student Teaching Wardrobe Advice Slash Checklist. Hi, everyone. I, 21-year-old 20, male, have the privilege of beginning my student teaching next semester, and while I'm extremely excited, my biggest concern is planning my teacher's uniform. Throughout my time as a student, I would say that 85% of all my teachers were female, so I never really got a sense of what male teachers should wear besides a button-down shirt and tie. I've read that a lot of male teachers wear polos, but I don't know really I don't really know how common that actually is. I was hoping anyone here could help me out by giving an idea of what kinds of clothes I should look for and how many different outfits <coughs> excuse me, how many different outfits I should have. Also, if it helps, I will be teaching freshman history. <laughs> but it, all my student teaching handbook says for dress code is quote, appropriate clothing. Teacher candidates must wear clean, neat, and untorn attire. All clothing should be modest and not excessively short, tight, or revealing. Footwear, shoes, boots, and sandals should complement professional attire. Well, as a guy, I recommend having closed-toed shoes and not wearing sandals to school just because... Just don't. You don't want to get your yeah. toes stepped on. Sometimes there's no. puddles and stuff. And a lot of schools actually have rules about even the women having open-toed shoes. Like, oh. just you can wear sandals where they have to be. I don't know how that all works. But for me, my teacher uniform now is different. But when I was teaching public school, I usually wore khaki pants mm-hmm. most every day. I had, like, two pairs that I would wear, just alternate when one pair got dirty. And then I would wear polo shorts or I would wear a nice sweater with a T-shirt under it. And that was kind of our standard because we wanted to look more professional than the students. And I think that's something, I mean, there's a lot of informal schools out there where you could probably wear jeans and a T-shirt and it's just fine. But I've always kind of been that you want to look like the professional there. Like, I don't think you need to wear button-up shirts every day, but you can if you like them. And you can wear ties if you want to dress up or look nice. But I don't think you need to, like, you know, button-up jacket with the 
you know, the patches on the sleeves. You don't have to go there. Yeah, but no. <laughs> And honestly, depending on how uptight the school is, you can wear nice jeans. I often now wear jeans and just, you know, a nice sweater or a nice button-up shirt for most of my wear. Unless you're a gym teacher and then totally rock the tracksuit. If you are a gym teacher, <laughs> tracksuit nonstop. But, I mean, I only have a couple pairs of khakis and a couple of nice shirts, and I just rotate them out as smell dictates. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> well, when I get off work, I change out of my work clothes. And so, like, I take off the khakis, I take off the work shirt, and I'll put on, like, shorts and a T-shirt. And the next day, I'll usually slip the khakis back on and put a clean shirt on. Of course, you know, clean undergarments. But oh. what about you, Turd? Of course, clean undergarments. No. Um, <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, I have two pairs of khakis, and then I probably have two pairs of slacks. And most um, districts have a Friday jeans day anyway. So, in which case, don't worry about having more than, say, four pairs of slacks. Um, and then I will tell you that I am down with the uh, polo. Um, if, the only reason that you will ever see me with a button-up shirt and a tie is probably because there is some kind of parent meeting or some very important person showing up on campus and blah, 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 blah. Um, I try not to actually wear a tie in my classroom because I think it tends to get in the way. Of course, I don't teach um, was it freshman history is what he said. I don't teach history. So, um, in which case I would say go for the polo, be a little bit more comfortable, um, because, you know, having a tie around your neck the whole entire time while you're trying to be engaged, I don't really see that working all that well for you. So yeah. And comfortable shoes comfortable comfortable shoes yes. Don't do, oh yeah this this dress shoe shit no i don't know i mean no, i wear like walking or running shoes to work yeah. all the time yeah because it's easy to get your ten thousand steps just during the school day exactly. from walking back and forth in your classroom what about you sparkles for the non-male aspect of it Ooh. well i was gonna uh say for i i would suggest for any student teacher like your first week have like a like wear a really nice outfit so like young man especially if you're 21 and I know you're teaching freshmen but there's still going to be senior high school girls who are going to be checking you out and you need to look like uber professional that was one of the things my male teacher friends always said when they first started and they were young was like I came in and I had like a full suit the first week or two so that everybody knew who I was and knew I was a grown-up um And then, you know, once you've kind of gauged the culture of the school, like Elvis said, like, then you can kind of pare down as necessary. Um, For the ladies, if you're ever just starting, I, uh, I wholeheartedly recommend comfy shoes. Um, I love my, I have actually like a really cute pair of Croc sandals. They don't look like Crocs, yo. They don't look like the nasty ones. They're really comfy. Um, And they're sandals. They look like a really cute, like, pastel sandal. And I love them. Um, And I'm not going to lie. I wear my Ugg boots in the winter because your girl doesn't like having cold feet. Mm. (laughs) They are hideous, but they are warm. Um, and they're awesome. And I, I, um, am a big believer in old Navy for my work clothes. That's where most of my work clothes come from. Uh, although I do own more than two pairs of pants. 
uh, Elvis. Like, I didn't say only, but I mean, that's all you need. <laughs> I guess I try to have at least one pair per day of work. So like nah. four nice pairs of pants. Um, although I do need to get new ones cause your girl got fat during quarantine. So I got to buy new I, pants for my new school district. We all? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right now where I'm teaching my summer gigs, I literally have a school outfit that I wear for the week. Cause I'm at a different school every single day. And so I wake up, I put on those school pants and I have like my undershirt, but I put like the school button up on. And when I get done, I take it off the next morning. I put the school pants and that same button up on. And you know, I redeodorize, I hygiene my body in between, but I only wear that one. And the kids and the teachers don't see that's a different outfit each time. So who cares? So that's just me. Like I would totally do the Steve Jobs wear the same outfit every single day. And I kind of do as an adult, but Bunny, what about you? It really depends on the culture of where you're teaching. I think Turd said, um, so yeah, like what Sparkles was saying, definitely go dressier than you think you need to for at least the first couple of weeks. And then when you kind of get a feel for what the other men on staff, you know, however many there may be, um, are wearing like I know the men, the guy teachers at my campus. The only person wearing a tie and a jacket is our principal. Part of that is to do with climate because it is very hot for yeah. six mm-hmm. months out of the year where we are. That's <laughs> usually mm-hmm. the six months we're in school. Um, Mr. O'Hare actually works in an ad building type setting. I hope he won't get mad at me for saying this. Um, and he wears he wears a polo and nice slacks most days of the week unless he has. A meeting, in which case he'll wear the button down in the jacket. Comfort is going to be a big thing. Mobility, because you're going to be on your feet. Find the shoes. Pay pay the money for the good shoes. You oh, can go yes. cheaper on the clothing, but pay the they money stay? and get the oh, comfortable sorry, shoes. I was going to say, there's a, a saying of uh, always spend good money on things that go between you and the ground. Yep. So, like, yep. shoes... Your mattress, tires, socks, (laughs) tires. Mm -hmm. So I know you're looking like I love this one brand and this is not sponsored everyone. But this brand I love is (laughs) there's this brand I call I love called Vionics. And um I have two pairs of sandals from them. And yes, they were expensive, but I've had them for God, like five or six years now. And they are champs and they are super comfy. My feet don't even hurt at the end of a long day wearing those. I've worn them in Europe and walked miles and miles and miles in them. Like pay for the good shoes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's if if I had for guys or girls any advice, you can go cheaper on the clothing. I get a lot of my work stuff at Target, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You can, I mean, like you can hit the sale racks, you can hit the resale, but spend the money on the shoes because there you're going to be expected to be on your feet a lot. As Elvis was saying, you're going to get steps in like you never knew you could, and it will be worth it to have something that doesn't suck on your feet. Sounds hey good. guys, guess what? 
What's what? up? What? We have a Patreon. <gasps> oh my it gosh. Is, it is amazing. amazing. For as little as 5 to $10 a month, you can join our Patreon. You get access to all kinds of lost episodes, extra episodes, bonuses, uh, let's see, interviews with the host. You also get to reach out and contact us and talk with us. We have a special Facebook group that is only for the patrons, so you can miss... I can't talk right now. So you can mix and mingle with other like-minded teachers who feel the same way you do, you know, us liberal loving teachers. So uh, you should do it now. And if you haven't signed up for our step bet, which just started, you can still do it. Join the step bet nation. That's stupid. Download the step bet app and use the code T N A D teacher needs a drink to join our third step bet and help get some little motivational moves this summer. All right, my friends do it now. Woo-hoo! Okay, my friends, would you rather be the goalkeeper who blows the game-losing save for England in the World Cup or hold the record for the biggest boobs in the world? So once again, you are the goalkeeper who blows the game-losing save for England in the World Cup or you hold the record for the biggest boobs in the world. So, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go with the boobs because after you get the world record, then you can get that reduction surgery. That's there, true. Is, there is there is no going back, and England soccer slash football fans don't forgive or forget. Yeah, they it's don't true. forgive or forget. It's what about you, Turd? You gonna get them boobs? Um, gee, uh, I think if I actually lost the game, I think everybody in England would want to kill me. Uh, so sure, I'll do the boobs. And then get the reduction uh, surgery. <laughs> hmm. What about you, Sparkles? You going to keep the chi-chis? Yeah. I mean, as someone who already has to struggle with giant globs <laughs> on my chest, <laughs> I guess it wouldn't be that different from my life now. Um, <laughs> but then maybe they would actually give me the reduction I have been hoping for for many years. So I'm going to have to go with option B. Also, I'm scared that the English people would, like, hunt me down and, like, murder me. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, they would, some stuff. Yeah, like, those people are crazy. Like, soccer fans, a.k.a. football, uh, for our international listeners, like, mm-hmm. th- they're nuts. It's like, do you guys remember when the Red Sox won the World Series and they hadn't yep. won in decades? They practically burned down the city of Boston. Like, mm. <laughs> I can't deal with crazy sports fans. So I would rather just have giant, huge hooters, even if I can't get a reduction. Okay? I will take the huge hooters. Well, I bet I could make some money off them tits. Like, OnlyFans <laughs> is a thing right now. That's true. Get that and, you know, I, I know many teachers right now, that's how they're subsidizing, is they have their OnlyFans on the down low. So, you know what? Elvis, the man with the chi-chis, I bet there's there's an audience. I bet there's people willing to pay, like, the, the 5 to 30 bucks a month just to see what it's all about. Oh, my so, God. Oh, for yeah. sure. And so, now that I know like the reduction afterwards is a possibility that I just to figure like if I got the world's biggest boobs, they were there for life, but I could reduce them to like the modest pair of boobs and just rock a bikini afterwards. Uh, look, <laughs> Elvis, all I got to say is if you're going to do that, your Patreon or only fan should be grace land. That's all I got to uh, say. Uh, I bet it's been taken. Oh uh, yeah. 
right, my friends. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I hope everyone out there is having a wonderful summer and hope you're taking care of yourselves. I'd like to thank my hosts who are with me today. Miss Sparkles, it was wonderful having you here. I enjoyed being back. Excellent. And Ms. Bunny O'Hare, it was wonderful having you here with the secret little foo-foo. <laughs> well, thanks again. It was a pleasure as always. And Turd Ferguson, you were here. Thanks. <laughs> and just so everybody knows, we ain't found shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my friends. Deep breaths, deep drinks. Cheers. All right. Thanks for listening to another episode of Teacher Needs Drink Podcast. Teacher Needs Drink Podcast comes out every Wednesday and is sponsored by the fine folks at LudlamDramatics.com and Legendary Pretzels. If you have something you'd like to share with us at Teacher Needs Drink Podcast, just hit us up on the contact site of our website, TeacherNeedsDrinkPodcast.com. Or you can hit us up through the Patreon because we listen to those people all the time because we love them so much. And of course, for as little as $5, $10 a month, you can join the Patreon and be one of those awesome people. I say names at the beginning. I don't think that sentence made sense, but I'm tired. I'm about to go on vacation. Yeah, I'm just trying to crank this out, to be honest. Okay, and last but not least, I think the hosts who are with me today, Miss Sparkles, congratulations on your nuptials, Mr. Turd Ferguson, and of course, Miss Bunny O'Hare with her tiny little bunny foo-foo. All right, my friends, I hope you're enjoying your summer. Stay safe, deep breaths, deep drinks, all that. Cheers. Miss Sparkles does not engage in any sort of illegal or illicit activities. She smokes cock. Sorry. <laughs> wow. Sorry, I poured my drink way yeah. too stiff. I'm only like half. Wow. It's only going to go down from here. Dear listeners, if oh, no, only you knew. You didn't say illegal, you know.